if you place your importance on this, which is like appreciation, appreciation love, you know, it's like that, that is, that is enough. There's enough of that in everybody's life right now. They just took the time to look. What's up, beautiful people? You are now tuned in to the Mindset of a Hustler podcast, the number one place for millennials to develop their mindset and begin to unlock their full potential. This is your weekly no-bullshit dose of positivity and action steps to take to change your life. Let's get it. What's up, everyone? This is the Mindset of a Hustler podcast. I'm Miroslava. And my special guest today is Christian Stone, owner of Christian Stone Designs. So welcome, Christian, to the Mindset of a Hustler podcast. Please tell us a little bit about Christian Stone Designs and what it is. Man, I appreciate you having me on here. Man, what what Christian Stone is, is a, a brand that I decided to bring to life. Like As a jewelry designer, I really wanted to have my own and come out with something with that I can, you know, just push out there and, and all that, that work and the effort, you know, is something that I can just look back on and, you know, know that I that I own that, you know what I mean? Right. So that's, that's kind of like where it came from. And Christian Stone Designs, is that is that business the actual designing of the jewelry or what does it all involve? Well, it is the designing of the jewelry. Like I like to call myself, you know, a jewelry designer. You know, it's custom pieces for the most part, but um, I'm also, you know, coming out with some of my own collections. But it's designing through and through, from computer programming to 3D growing and waxes and stuff like that, versus the making of the jewelry and everything. But um, yeah, it's a, it's the full full package of the design program. So if I wanted something, I'd be like, yo, I want a a hustler design. Mm-hmm. How much involvement do I have? And how much involvement do you have creative voice? Tons. I mean, you know, I would, I would love to pick the brain of the customer first before I try and add any twists and ideas to it. It's supposed to be a custom piece for you. If you want my input on it, I would love to be able to give you some thoughts. But, you know, really, I want to bring your vision of the piece to life. Right. Put my, my little design, jewelry design aspects on, you know, whatever idea that you have of the piece. And after the design is created, what's the next step? Once we have a good idea of, of what you, you can kind of see and vision, the next step is to actually create it in what's called a jewelry CAD design. So it's like a CAD programming okay. with like engineering and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's actually a computer program that is specific for jewelry. And we design to every specs that you have in mind. And we talked about and you have a full perspective of what the piece is going to look like, you know, before we even have anything tangible to actually play with. And from there, who is in charge of making the the actual jewelry? What I take pride in is that everything is all done in-house. Because a lot of jewelers, you know, they'll maybe write something on a piece of paper and then send that idea to somebody to do the CAD design mm-hmm. and then take that CAD design and send it to somebody to do the actual making of the jewelry. With Christian Stone, Christian Stone Designs, you know, I actually create the piece myself in the computer program. So, you know... I'm able to show it to you pretty quick. From there, I actually take that file and we have a 3D grower. So we send that CAD file to the 3D grower and it actually grows it in what's called a resin or a wax. And you're actually able to see what the piece is going to look like before we even get to play and with the metals and anything like like that. You can kind of see how big is it going to be? 
how it's going to fit, how it's going to sit on a chain or, you know, your finger. And it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool extensive process. It's about, I mean, like through and through, like from start to finish, it's about a month, about a month, a month and a half to be able to really sit down and like pick your brain, come up with the concept, design it in a computer, get to go ahead on it, grow it, whole nine yards. Yeah. And you said you started this two years ago? Yeah, about the end of 2018. Have you always been interested in the jewelry business? Yes. Jeffrey B. Jewelers, that's my father. He actually started, you know, back in the early 80s or early 90s, maybe late 80s. But, you know, so growing up, you know, I was always helping him out with inventory or something like Mm -hmm. that, you know, playing with diamonds and gold. I've always been comfortable around it. So, I mean, I knew it was something that I always want to be a part of. Yeah. What was the most challenging aspect of creating your business? The most challenging aspect will have to be getting the word out there. Being a, a younger guy in an industry that's expensive, mm-hmm. you kind of have to be able to have the confidence to get the trust of people who can afford the jewelry, but also like make them trust that you know what you're doing. You know, if you're spending, you know, five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars on a piece, and a twenty, what, twenty-four, twenty-three-year-old at the time is coming, like, you know, I can do whatever you need. You know, it's a little hard to be able to look at that person and be like, you know, he knows what he's doing. But but that was probably the biggest, the biggest aspect of it. Like, you know, you overcome, you know, the age gap and then, mm-hmm. you know, that trust factor when the, the brand wasn't already big. How did you create connections? Just getting out there and, and hustling, you know, it's like, you know, with the social media, being able to be creative mm-hmm. and strategic with how you go about social media versus going out to different events like, you know, to um, fundraisers or to clubs or, you know, to any events that's going on in the city, you know, you need to get out there and meet people with shake hands, kiss babies and all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> kiss babies. <laughs> <laughs> so from the the initial aspect of starting your business to now, uh, what do you think has been the biggest lesson that you've learned? The biggest lesson that I've learned would have to be Everything is is a part of the process. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the ups and the downs, the good days and the bad days, you know, it's all a part of what you're creating. You know, all of that plays a role in in the brand that you're, you know, trying to perceive. But that would be like the biggest learning aspect. Like, you know, those hard days when, you know, things didn't go right or connections didn't go all the way through, like that's that's okay. You know what I mean? That's part of the growth, that's part of the brand, that's part of your journey. But just understanding that would have to be like the biggest aspect. And this is what you do full time right now, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you do this full time when you started two years ago? No, actually. So Jeffrey B. Jewelers, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. you know, where I was working through initially. And um, I went off to watchmaking school. I didn't even know that was a thing. Exactly. Yeah, Tell me about that. A lot of people don't know about the whole watchmaking aspect of it, but... um. Like I graduated high school, right, and I went mm-hmm. to college for a year, and that you know I wasn't really feeling it, but um, I knew I still wanted to be a part of the jewelry industry. Yeah. You know, you know, I was thinking, you know, how could I bring on a different aspect to it at the time? And I really liked watches, and I looked into it, and you know, I just fell in love with the whole concept of being able to bring watches and make that you know a big part of the brand at the time. I went off to school, and I was like a two two year hands on uh, schooling to become a certified watchmaker. Yeah. Here in Colorado, or no, it was actually up in Illinois. I was up in Illinois in a small okay. town called Quincy, and like a population of fifteen thousand in oh, like this school, and just grinding it out for two years trying to get through the course, and then came back and actually started a business for watch repair. And mm-hmm. then from there, where did you get the idea of where you're at right now? 
from there, it was like, you know, I, I did enjoy it. You know, I thought it was, you know, a cool craft to be able to hone in on. You know, it's mm-hmm. a trade. You know what I mean? It's a dying, dying art. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was cool, but it just wasn't enough. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really know how far I could take it or really what I could do with it or how much fun I could have with it. You know, and, and the passion with it was slowly starting to go away. And that's when, you know, I started leaning more towards jewelry design. Were you doing the watches and jewelry at the same time when you started your business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, when I first started building the brand Christian Stone, I was still heavily into the, my watch business, which mm-hmm. I still actually run that, too. But it's just not as as um, a big part of the, the the job as it used to be. But But when I first started, you know, I was still I was doing watch repair work for maybe three or four different jewelry stores here in Colorado as a business and then still trying to build the jewelry design brand on the side. Yeah, that seems time consuming. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty time consuming. But I mean, you know, with watch repair, it's like one of those those trades that, you know, not too many people know about. Plus, you got to have to take your time. Like, you know, it's it's not something that you rush through. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just being able to um, manage your time and compartmentalize things you know well and 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 stay on top of everything and it it, you know it all worked out so what's your advice for someone who has their current job but is starting their own business and how to manage that time there's two ways to go about it you know you can either decide to quit the job and Mm -hmm. you know do your trade full-time which is not an easy thing to do yeah, I mean, if that's the route that you decide to go, then you need to get on it and you got to be able to, to take those hard days when, yeah. you know, the money isn't coming. But, you know, a smarter way to go about it is it does take a little bit more work, but to keep that nine to five and just find the time and make the time, you know, what you're passionate about on the side. Like I would say that would be the safer route. For this business, I think networking is probably one of the most important things to create success have you always been comfortable with networking and going out and reaching to people or is that something you had to learn and gain well i mean i would have to say sports played a big part in that people always say sports helps you out with life and you know i believe oh i agree completely i was point guard quarterback you know just situations to where you know you had to be comfortable being able to communicate with strangers at first you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and being able to you know build a relationship with people and having to, you know, just trust that you know what you're doing and things like that. So when you're going out and you're meeting people and, you know, you're trying to fill out the room, you know, you're just introducing yourself and you just have to have that confidence and, you know, just remember this is what I'm doing and you got to be confident about what you're doing. And usually that's that's taken pretty acceptingly by somebody else who's out there trying to do the same thing. When you started two years ago, is this where you pictured yourself right now or have you taken different routes? Have you met expectations or exceeded them? Not there yet? Well, I mean, when I first started, I had no clue what I was getting into. I did think it was going to be a little bit easier, honestly. Like, I just, you didn't, you don't know all the the obstacles, you know what I mean? I was a little naive. I'm like, you know, I got the watch business. You just create designs and we sell them. That's it. This is going to be, I'm going to be, you know, make, get out, make some connections. I know a couple people. This is going to blow up quick. It didn't really happen like that. <laughs> but, um, I mean, looking back on it, you know, if I were to remove the naive part of it, I would say that I'm really happy with where I am. The expectations that I had when I started out, 
you know, wasn't realistic. It wasn't accounting for the obstacles. It wasn't accounting for the pandemic out of all things. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's a lot of things that, you know, you just didn't account for that you have to go through. But um, looking back on it and looking at the obstacles that I had to deal with, yeah, I would, I would say that I'm pretty proud of where I'm at right now. That's great. How has the pandemic affected you in your business? What has probably slowed down the most is getting out and making connections and mm-hmm. being able to vibe with people. But, you know, just trying to figure out a way, another way to be able to still get the word out and still, you know, look like you're, you know, still pushing through, you know, no matter what is going on. But um, it's definitely been, you know, another learning curve. You learn to, to just accept what's going on. Once you, you figure out that, you know, you can figure out how to push through whatever obstacle, yes. you know, and you, you do your research and you see, you know, how other people are, are pushing through that same obstacle and how to put your twist on it in your field. And, you know, it's, it's just a part of the process. You know, you just got to be thankful that you know you still have that drive no matter what's going on to just figure out another way to get over that obstacle yep because there's always going to be obstacles always i saw this really cool post can't remember from where but they were talking about how a lot of people right now are making the pandemic their excuse Mm. and their whole lives they were making excuses and now they have like an actual excuse Right. And and they're going with it, whereas there's some people that are even with the pandemic, you know, they're still thriving, they're still getting new accomplishments done, and I think that's the big difference between people who actually make it and who don't. And in three years, where do you see Christian Stone's designs? In three years, I see Christian Stone Designs as being a have-to stop shop, you know, in Colorado. You know, I, I definitely wanted to keep the base here. Being able to elevate the jewelry industry in Colorado would be, you know, something huge for the city. I know there's a lot of artists out here that's trying to, you know, do their thing and, and bring up the city. I know there's a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs that's doing their things and mm-hmm. trying to bring up the city. And I feel like, you know, the jewelry aspect is just another avenue to try and put Colorado on that next platform. So where are you located? Uh, just outside of Cherry Creek North. And I, I run Christian Stone out of Jeffrey B. Jewelers. Okay. So it is, uh, you know, a, a sister brand. But um, it's 300 South Jackson, yeah. So it's it's just outside of Cherry Creek North, and this and we moved into an office space right before the pandemic hit, and that actually, you know, was a lifesaver. It was perfect. Have you expanded from Colorado? Have you been able to reach customers outside of Colorado? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I've been able to get out to New York. I've been able to get out to L.A. You mm-hmm. know, I've been able to get out to Miami. And, you know, I'm in conversation, you know, I mean, I'm in conversation with a lot of people right now, you know, some heavy hitters that I'm hopefully going to be able to land here soon, you know, if not beginning of the year, like before the end of the year is over. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's part of the whole aspect, too, to be able to to get out there and bring business back in and, you know, say, like, you know, this is what we're doing here in Colorado and to make them like, yo, we got to go out to Colorado and see what what's happening out right. there. They're doing their thing out there. That's exciting. Yeah. I've- I hear a lot about different people trying to create something new here in Colorado because I do think Colorado is the next big LA or New York because mm-hmm. people are coming here from all over the place and bringing their own style, bringing their own creativity. And I, yeah, Colorado is going to blow up. I think so. I really think so. I mean, there's there's so many different, like nobody knows anything about Colorado. Like, you know, they, the whole weed aspect, right? But mm-hmm. it's like I went out to New York, like, and I was in a Manhattan in the Diamond District this past uh, summer, I was out there, you know, making connections in the jewelry industry, and they were like, like "Colorado, like what? Like, oh, it's not as cold." <laughs> Y'all out wear there jewelry right now, over right? there. <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't this what summertime? Isn't it like freezing up there? That's all they think about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
No, so, I, I mean, love like it. just to bring you know some some different some different you know thoughts and some different vibes to be able to you know expand that and get a different perspective on what is happening in Colorado is just really cool. I love it. So that necklace you're wearing, I was looking into you and everything that you do, and you created that, and it's the definition of essence. Mm-hmm. So where did you come up with that idea? Because I, I loved it. Looking into branding, I knew I needed to um, get like a logo, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? And I didn't want it to just be, you know, just something off the top of my head, right? And I, I just decided to look into my brand and and see what I could really pull out of it, what I've been doing, realizing that you know, what I've been trying to promote is the essence of my brand. You know, I mean, that's what makes someone want to do business with you versus somebody else. What is the essence of who you are and what you're bringing in your brand? I like the word essence and that was just by itself. Right. And then I actually love Greek culture. Like that Mm -hmm. was, you know, just something that I've always favored. I actually looked up how to spell stone in Greek. Right. And this E is actually in the word. So I seen it and it just stood out to me. I was like, oh, that's that's a cool stone. And I actually looked up to to see what that that E meant in the, the definition of it was essence. So, wow, I was like, Dude, it's I perfect. It. Yeah. It's meant to be. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. Were you interested in design or were you artistic growing up? I mean, surprisingly, I was kind of artistic growing up. Okay. You know, I, it's funny because. You know, I kind of fell off of it because, you know, unless you feel like you're going to be the next Picasso or you want to go out and really get into like either graffiti mm-hmm. or something like that, you're not going to pursue art, or at least I didn't think so. Growing up, I was, you know, hustling in school. I used to draw Dragon Ball Z characters and okay. sell them to kids in the in high school. To, <laughs> I awesome. remember when people was like taping pictures to put on the front of your binder. Yep. Yeah, I was selling, I was like 50 cents. What has been your favorite design that you've created so far? Custom piece would have to be um, the DPR piece that I did for a good client of mine, Big Trip, and he's an artist okay. here in the city. And um, this is actually one of my most recent pieces. This beautiful piece. It's got the baguettes across the top. Mike's is completely iced out. Like it's oh. really detailed. Yeah, no, that's, that's got to be one of my favorite pieces. How long did that take to design? The piece itself is actually their logo, mm-hmm. but you know, just to put a twist on it, like I seen the top and I was like, dude, like. We got to put a wall of baggage at the top. Like, that's the only thing that will make the top pop like that, you know. And then once we, you know, I, I sat down and created the design in the CAD program and I sent it to them and they were like, dude, this is this is perfect. Like, I can't believe it. It's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. we got to go ahead. So, you know, we ended up pulling the trigger on that. And that took about um, about three, four weeks to get that all finished up and done, you know, just beautifully. If someone is interested in getting into this business... What advice do you have for them? Find someone who's in the industry and and shadow them for a little bit. Like that's that would be it's all about connections. You have to know how mm-hmm. to go about it. You have to know, you know, the phone number. You have to have the right phone numbers to call if you're not able to do something and you know, that's that's the base. You know, cuz get running out and getting customers is one thing, but you know, what are you going to tell them when you when you got their attention? You know, yeah. I mean, you got to be able to be like, dude, I got you. No matter what you're looking for, I know I got either a phone number or a friend or whatever that mm-hmm. if I can't do it, I know I'm going to be able to get you right regardless. And you do that often? You If you can't do it, you have someone that can? And, well, and I mean, you- that's just it. Like when I say, you know, I mean, it's luckily, I mean, it's just, it's it's a rarity to have so much in-house, like, like what I'm able to do. Okay. So, I mean... 
you know, to be able to get a 3D printer or be able to learn the CAD programming or be able to have a jeweler on hand, you know, it's not necessarily the only way to do it. But, um, you know, me personally, like, you know, I did take the time to learn that, that CAD program. So I didn't have to, to send it out to anybody. And I did take the time to save up and get that 3D wax printer so I don't have to ship it out to have somebody send me the wax. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was a little bit longer route. But, you know, if somebody wanted to jump into the industry, you know, they could, you know, be able to get those connections and figure out how to navigate and be able to still, you know, be able to do their thing in the industry. Appreciate that. Last question. What does a hustler mean to you? A hustler to me means, you know, somebody who doesn't know how to quit. You know what I mean? Like if you have a vision and you want to do something and you're passionate about it, then the first thing you have to be able to do is not stop. No matter Mm -hmm. what's going on, no matter the mood, no matter the obstacle, no matter the hiccup, you have to be able to keep taking a step forward no matter what that's that's the definition of a hustle to me I always figure out how to make it happen yep i completely agree with you <laughs> christian thank you so much for being on the show today i learned so much about the jewelry business and oh, i'm glad <laughs> and you definitely are the definition of, of a hustler so i appreciate you taking the time and and being here with us i appreciate it i appreciate the invite you know the podcast i've listened to you know a lot of the ones that you've done before and i just love the whole show so i appreciate you asking to be on it and you know i'll be happy to come back whenever you ask me <laughs> yes yes i would love that so uh how can people reach you how can people get in contact with you or go visit you um you know my biggest outlet right now is instagram so christian.b mm-hmm. and is the instagram handle i have uh you know facebook is christian b and uh location is 300 south jackson street and my instagram has my email phone number you can DM me. I'm always checking stuff because, you know, I'm always constantly getting, you know, hit up on somewhere. Any one of those, I'm I'm, I'm not missing it. I'm not missing it. Appreciate it. <laughs> Yo, check out Christian Stone's uh, designs and hit up Christian Stone for your next jewelry piece because I've seen them and they are dope. And if you have not subscribed to our Mindset Text messages, go to MindsetText.com. They are free daily motivational text messages that come out every day at 7 a.m. And if you like this podcast or if you learned something new today, share with a friend, give us a like, or just leave us a review. Uh, We would love to hear what you guys want to hear next or if you want someone specific on here. Christian, appreciate it. We out. Your approaching mistakes You let me start like a paperweight But my demons, they make me yours All of those nights that I should've avoided you We are prone to make mistakes You crept in and I got swept away All those nights I should've ignored you Now I blame myself for what I got into Damn can't play the victim, but seeing this in hindsight, would've did all this shit different. You embody evil, I embody lust. I hate the thought of you, but still you creeping on my thoughts. Never thought we'd end up in the way that it all ended. Should've known earlier to tap out when we finished. After the fact, I still stuck around. And you got me hurting from that right now.